Hey, your prayers are working. Our prayers are working. God is acting. The lies are burning. And left and right, the criminals are starting to try to change their story. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And God is busy being the Lord. And he has peeled back the curtain and the liars. And it's not just on the COVID front, but it is most pronounced there. The liars are trying to get in front of their lies. They're trying to catch up with the truth. It is phenomenal to watch this. And as I'm recording this, I've got one eye on the Senate hearing where Fauci is just the criminal. The He's, you know, I can make the case easily. Put me in front of a jury. I will send that man to prison uh, for at least negligent homicide. It is an amazing thing to behold what the Lord is doing. And the prayers are working. These people, God Almighty, has heard our prayers. And what have we been praying? That the lies would be exposed. How many of you have prayed that your friends would see the truth. Now, it doesn't mean that they're going to change because they may be so traumatized that they simply are incapable of relating to the fact that they've been lied to. It is, you know, it's more painful for people to admit they've been lied to than to be lied to. It's actually psychologically more painful. But so often is the case, the Lord is using the evildoers to his glory. They're forced now to begin to try to change the history of their lies. They're forced now because, you know, I was just thinking about this uh, from a scriptural perspective. You know, when, when Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And God said, Hey, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. And how many times did Moses have to allow the Lord to, not allow, but let the, you know, let a let. How often did the Lord work through Moses to perform these signs and wonders? And the first few times, you know, the magicians, Pharaoh's magicians could kind of impl- you know, kind of imitate the effect of what the Lord was doing through Moses. But then it just became impossible for them to do that. Because what the Lord did through Moses um, and, and through Aaron was so big that it couldn't possibly be imitated. And the lies have become so big that they cannot be held back any longer. And the numbers, guys, this is our one. In hour two, I'll go make the case again that the existence of this podcast, the very existence of it, and prior to it becoming a podcast when we did live radio, the very existence of this show and the archives of this show are proof positive that all of this was knowable. Because I am a just, I'm a rank rodeo clown, guys. Spent, look, I learned how to amass information. I learned how to read tech information. I learned how to put it together in aggregate and assimilate and understand it at that level. But so did you. 
And the very existence of this podcast and, and the radio show prior is proof of their lies. Because if I can know these things, they knew them. The learning curve we had to undertake on the program to learn about epidemiology and immunology and, and how infectious diseases work and the difference between upper respiratory viruses and others and just simple things like the size of bacteria versus the size of a viral molecule. Just, I mean, the, the chemical engineering of masks, et cetera. You know, it was a steep learning curve and we were right. Glory be to God, we were right. But to watch this, you have the cult of Fauci being reversed. He doesn't know it yet, but this man is, uh, he has got to be the guy they're setting up. Because someone somewhere is, well, not someone somewhere, a bunch of people in a bunch of places are saying, I'm not going down with this. And you still have Fauci. Still, it was just last week where he was saying, well, I do think we should make people have traveling papers to get on airplanes. And, and this man, this man was made, he was made an actual cult leader. Dr. Fauci. Give us vaccines. Help all the people who have been quarantined. We'll wear our masks and we'll have to stay distant. We'll wash our hands and we'll be more resistant. I know this is hard to listen to. Fauci. Yes. I know this. But wait to the end. We'll have a cure that can fight off this disease. Restrictions will lift with some ease. Dr. Fauci, don't forget me. That's the part I wanted you to hear. The enthusiastic applause. Now, the peeling back of the lies. And the walking back of the lies. This is Rochelle Walensky. And more important than, than, than Rochelle, honestly, is the dynamic at play. Do you remember when the media, all of them, all of them, 100% of them, 100%, all of them, every single one of them, Switch to cases, cases, cases. Remember that? Cases, cases, cases. It's one of two times that President Trump retweeted me. Cases, cases, cases. Because they couldn't talk deaths. Do you remember how unanimous it was in the media? Do you remember how unanimous it was? Public health officials say masks and social distancing are the best way to stop the pandemic. All of them, all of them, 100% of them. 
And I'm sure that there are some people somewhere, even, even conservatives I respect, for three months were saying, well, this is just the lockdowns just we got to do. I mean, I know it's uncomfortable. I can think of people who broadcast from New York in their, in their apartments. Well, this is just what we got to do. And it's just, you know, this is what we're, and you didn't, they didn't, they, they couldn't. Experts say the vaccines are safe and effective at stopping the spread of the coronavirus. How did I know that they weren't? How on earth did Alex Berenson know that they wouldn't? How did Geert van den Borsch know that they wouldn't? How did Robert Malone know that they wouldn't? How did Dr. Ryan Cole know that they wouldn't? How did Dr. McCullough know that they wouldn't? How did Dr. McCullough know that they wouldn't? How did the frontline doctors know that they wouldn't? How did Dr. Zelensky know that they wouldn't? How did Wall Street know that they wouldn't? Because it was in their filing papers. Experts say the vaccines are safe and effective at stopping the spread of the coronavirus, preventing deaths and serious hospitalizations. The Omicron variant is surging around the country, causing public experts to work, public health experts to worry. Dr. Tony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease expert. Lockstep, goose step. And all of a sudden, guys, women, friends, children, all of a sudden, unanimously, Something has happened at the networks and they're allowed to ask about deaths from COVID or with COVID. Like here where they talk to Walensky and her answer is such a clever lie. She's actually a far better liar than Fauci. And this is Brett Baer, whom I've never met and I assume is a great guy. This is Brett Baer, 18 months. 18 months after we started asking deaths from COVID or with COVID. Do you know how many of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID but they had other comorbidities? Do you have that breakdown? Um, yes, of course, with Omicron, we're following that very carefully. Our death registry, of course, um, takes a few weeks to and is, uh, takes a few weeks to collect. Um, and of course, Omicron has just been with us for a few weeks, but those data will be forthcoming. Do you hear what she said? Did you hear the sleight of hand? She's pretending it's only Omicron. It's only Omicron with the with or from COVID. That's what she just did there. And Brett, sir, welcome to the present age. With all your resources, sir, how is it that I have been saying this for 18 months? And Kyle Lamb, an ethical skeptic, 
and Malone and McCullough and the Weinstein brothers and Joe Rogan and Clay Travis. How is that? Are we to believe that Fox News didn't know this? It was knowable? Impossible. That's Fox. Incidentally, as I'm playing this for you, here's what Twitter says. An interview with CDC director Dr. Rochelle Walensky has been edited and taken out of context. Fact checkers report. Does anyone care what the fact checkers say? No one should. So Walensky is trying to have it both ways. And it's a very clever lie she's constructed. It's just Omicron. So from Fox News to CNN, Jake Tapper. The hospitals are still stretched thin because of this. So I'm not trying to take away from that. But if 40% in some hospitals, 40% of the people who have. So let's stop right there. Have you heard the number 40% of COVID deaths weren't from COVID, but were with it? Have you heard that number anywhere? Have you heard any talk show host or podcaster now tell you the number of COVID deaths are overreported by at least 40%? At least? How is it that a goof camped out in the hills of Idaho, a hillbilly, knew this, but Jake Tapper didn't? It's impossible is what it is. You live in a controlled media environment, my friends. Someone somewhere said, okay, okay, we can ask about it now. So the hospitals are still stretched thin because of this. So I'm not trying to take away from that. But if 40% in some hospitals, 40% of the people who have COVID don't necessarily have problematic COVID. They're there because they got in a car accident. They get, they're they there because, right. um, you know, they, they bump their head. And they're being included as in the hospital with COVID. That number seems kind of misleading. Yeah, I agree, Jake. It, it surprises me that they have not been able to parse out that data more carefully. I think the data that uh, uh, Dr. Olensky is quoting is from New York State, and we've been following that data as well. And I can show you what we've seen, uh, sort of sort of tracks with what she said. But out of all the patients that are in the hospital, about 57%, these are COVID patients, admitted because of or complications from COVID, 43% admitted for other reasons and then diagnosed with COVID. Uh, I think, you know, we, there needs to be transparency about that uh, in terms of for or with COVID. The only thing I will tell you, Jake, I- again, working in the hospital, is that at the time someone is then diagnosed with COVID, even if they didn't come in for that reason, it does take up a, a lot of resource. He's still lying. They're not diagnosed with COVID. He's lying. A PCR test is not a diagnosis. The presence of a positive test is not an infection. He's still lying. That's their so-called medical expert. Still lying. But do you see the pattern? They are working so hard now to turn the corner. Why? Well, my supposition is because there's an election coming. 
then they need to be able to say, Uncle Joe fixed it. And there's something worse. Something potentially catastrophic for them. And we'll talk about it in the next hour. It's something else. I've been saying now for, well, let's see, a year. No, not quite. Nine months. It has to do with the lie of the injections. They're what? And effective? What was that word again? They're blank and effective. No, they're not. They're neither. And the data, and look, I've got to give credit to Alex Berenson has been all over this. But now an insurance company CEO has blown the biggest whistle in the history of American civilization. I mean it. Now, they're gonna, they're, it's going to be two years before they'll talk about this. We'll get to that in the second hour. So that's Jake. Welcome to the present era, Jake Tapper. I'm glad someone told you and gave you permission to ask that question now, Jake. That's sweet of them. He's not alone. How about little Brian Stelter? Little Brian Stelter says that the CDC has become a punchline. (laughs) Brian Stelter and his buddy Oliver Darcy are the chief propagandists at CNN. They wrote an article about me when I guest hosted for the, for, for the Maha, God rest rush. And I can tell by what they wrote that they pretended, they said that they listened. I'm saying they, and that they don't disclose who wrote it. It's either Darcy or Stelter. They pretended to listen to the first hour. I could tell by what they wrote. This is a little bit of what Brian Stelter is now saying. All right, now to the media and mental health. Pollsters at Suffolk University have found something that crosses all of America's partisan lines. And that something is mental health stress. 91% of Democrats and 80% of Republicans agree that there is a mental health crisis in the United States. Researcher David Paleologos says this new poll, quote, tells a story of despair felt by Americans who just don't know when the madness of COVID will end. The madness of COVID. Now, there's a segment of Americans who tuned out the pandemic a while ago. They dropped the masks. They moved on, despite entreaties from public health officials. Some of them are unvaccinated and at high risk right now due to Omicron. But I want to focus on the other segment of Americans, those who are vaccinated, who are paying attention to the pandemic and are hearing about Omicron and school closures and testing troubles and all the rest. This moment in the pandemic is really complicated because a mostly mild variant is still bringing hospitals to the brink of capacity and care. He went on in that statement and he said the CDC has become a punchline. But he just spent a minute Mimicking their lies, being a member of the Mockingbird media. So maybe Stealthy's not allowed to say it yet. Guys, I, I cannot overstate this. You are living in the biggest PSYOP ever created. You are watching them shift gears, and we're not even too. 
the huge realization yet. And this one has to do with staying out of prison, in my judgment. You know, as institutions around this are just stripped naked and we're seen for what they are, it's so important to follow the truth tellers. It's so important to work with the truth tellers. There's a reason that one of the first people um, that I talked to uh, about the podcast when he called me, you know, a lot of people want to talk to me at the podcast and, and about um, advertising in the podcast. And when, when I was solicited by my friend Zach to get on board, you know, yes, you're soliciting me. Wow. So Zach Abraham, you know, is the chief investment officer at Bulwark Capital. He's also a radio host. And it's a very, very good radio show. It's called Know Your Risk Radio. And so, well, it's not just, in fact, I've asked Zach this question, but a number of people have asked him, what's your number one concern with people's investments right now? People ask Zach. And so he said, without, without hesitation, inflation, with all this money printing and still 0% interest rates, inflation will very likely rise. And when inflation rises, bonds get crushed. You know, and he's a regular right here on the Todd Herman show. So for six years now, Zach's been saying if you're using bonds and the old 60-40 mix is the safe portion of your portfolio, well, you may be taking a, a serious risk with your, your retirement. So look, if you're concerned about inflation, here's something you can do. Super easy. In fact, it's the easiest thing in the world. Get yourself educated with Bulwark's bond replacement strategy. Bulwark will teach you all about it. It's a free booklet. It's called Common Sense Investing. And Zach's goal, Bulwark's goal, is to protect your portfolio against loss while still seeking to grow your assets. So just call my buddy. Call Zach. Call now for your free copy of Common Sense Investing, 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice just cannot be given without a client service agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor. Representative Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Thank you, Zach. Here's the big one. Oh, gosh, you know what? I screwed up, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, dang it. Ah, see, now we got to do this. Oh, this is awful. I forgot why this next little snippet of this show featuring the CEO of Pfizer... Of course, it has itself a a very, very important sponsor. Because we can't do something about Pfizer without reading another sponsor. What? Oh, 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 I don't read the ad? Oh, it's this. What's that? No, oh, it's this. It's this one. I got to forward this one and it'll do this and then it's this one. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by... Pfizer. Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. Countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. 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 
there's nothing wrong with that. That's normal. That you would have every news show in the world. That's, that's There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with the, every news show in the world being sponsored by the, the same pharmagandists. That's, that's completely natural. Don't ever think it's not natural. Don't ever think it's problematic. Here is the CEO of Pfizer, who you will remember early on, they asked him, hey, did you get your shot? And I didn't want to, I didn't uh, want to uh, uh, take it. I mean, uh, no, I didn't want to jump in line of the uh, idiots. I mean, the fine people are getting injected with our 100%. Remember, our our, our clinical studies show 95, 93% uh, effectiveness in doing some things. Uh, some people did some things. Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. I'm sorry, what did you just say? Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, oh. if any. Huh. The three doses with a the booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Huh. Reasonable. Uh, uh, in, in, against deaths, I think very good. Huh. Um, and... Uh, Less protection against uh, infection. Oh. Now huh. we are working on a on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1. Oh, are you? Will it also be entirely ineffective? I I I I, I cannot be clear enough here. That man is evil. He is evil. He's an evil man. He has killed people and he knows it. In my judgment, he knows it. The statement. Piece by piece by piece. Uh, the first two shots uh, offer little, if any, uh, protection. Uh, the uh, the booster shots uh, offer reasonable protection. What's that mean, reasonable? Just a question and back. Define reasonables. Mr. CEO, boss man, criminal. Well, uh, reasonable uh, means many things to many people. It's like the, 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 uh, how you say, um, uh, the uh, child pornography. The, I mean, uh, just pornography. I don't ever mean children. I would never be involved in anything involving, you know, sticking things in, chil- I mean, uh, needles. Well, I mean, the needles are not well, but let's take this again. Take two. Well, the first two injections offer uh, little, if any, uh, protection. Uh, the uh, the third, the booster, offers reasonable, which is an indefinable word that uh, means nothing because it's completely in the eye and beholder. Uh, reasonable protection uh, against uh, hospitalization and death, and that's an immeasurable number because you are proving a negative uh, in a disease uh, with a ninety-nine point eight seven percent survival rate in in, in in general, uh, but we're working on a new, 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 uh, ineffective and insafe, uh, insane uh, experiment to shoot into people to stick into your kids that you don't like us to stick into. That's a good take. Let's keep that one. Why would that man whose stock <laughs> shot up by? I forget the number, but revenues were up 1,600%. 
because you were forced, if you wanted to keep your job, you were forced to get shot up with a product you didn't want from a company you might hate for a condition about which it can do nothing for a price you had to pay, but on the background. And only if you pay income tax. Only if you're one of the 51% who pays income tax. This is the biggest scandal ever. And to watch Jake Tapper and even Bryce Stelter try to stick his little tiny toe into the water and Brett Bear all the sudden recognize comorbid factors and with versus from I'll answer the question about comorbid factors the average number of comorbid factors in people who die with the covid are 5 the average age of age of death from with people who die from or with covid i believe is 84 which is in fact older than the average age of death 82 in the United States. Oh, but we're not even done. Ah, the Lord is so good. Let's just take a moment and thank God for this. (sighs) Father God, our banner, our protector. You spoke of your son through your inspired word, is the truth, the way, and the light. And the truth is in front of people. The naked emperors can never again be clothed thanks to your glory. It's beginning. People can't hide their heads forever. It's beginning. But we're not even to the serious stuff yet. <laughs> no, I'm not even close. When this finally, the whole story is finally told, you're not going to hold anything back. We had a fantastic time on the uh, Zoom call with some very loyal supporters of this program. I am so thankful for that. We screwed up in a way. And I take blame for this. I didn't realize it was college football playoff night when we did this. And so a bunch of people who signed up said, oh my gosh, I'm at this football party. I told you. And so I get it. Look, it's, hey, I get it. Yeah, with your friends, be with your friends, be away from politics for a little while. But we had such a fun time chatting with one another. It was so good to see people face to face. Many people who've listened to the show for a long time, many people who I've met at events and some people I'd never gotten to meet. We had people, well, there was a gentleman there from Alabama and his team was playing in the national championship and there he was with us. Um, and we had people from California. We had people from uh, Colorado. Uh, gosh, we had people from, I think, Massachusetts. We, it was uh, an awesome night. 
And I want to thank you for all that. If you do not want to miss the next one of these, please make sure that you're on our email list. It's so simple. Just go to the ToddHermanShow.com, sign up. We don't spam. We do send information about the show. We're not going to sell your name. We're not going to rent your name. We'll never do that. Todd Herman, the ToddHermanShow.com. We're working up to the big one, the big lie. And by the way, it's not just COVID. So there's this. This is the Fouch. And the Fouch, well, let's start actually before we get to the Fouch. Senator, um, there's no such thing as gain-of-function research. Uh, and in fact, there's no such thing as the country of China. Yeah, no, the Senator, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you're wrong. No, I'm sorry, you're wrong. There's no, there, no, there is no country called China. That in, in, in your insistence that, that I am sitting here in front of you is an affront uh, to, 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 to quantum physics itself. I am, I am quantum physics. Project Veritas found themselves some documents. Project Veritas has obtained never-before-seen military documents regarding the origins of COVID-19, gain-of-function research, vaccines, potential treatments which have been suppressed, and the government's effort to conceal all of this. Dr. Anthony Fauci has testified many times before Congress stating that the U.S. government was never involved in gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They gained in lethality. It's a new virus. That's not gain-of-function? According to the definition that is currently (laughs) operable. We're not going to get anywhere close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't admit that it's dangerous, and for that lack of judgment, I think it's time that you resign. That assertion is based on the NIH's definition of gain of function. However, the documents we've obtained refute that. The documents in question stem from a report of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, better known as DARPA, which were hidden in a top-secret share drive. But what is DARPA? They're an agency under the U.S. Department of Defense, which facilitates research and technology with potential military applications. Project Veritas has obtained a separate report to the Inspector General of the Department of Defense, written by the U.S. Marine Corps Major Joseph Murphy, a former DARPA fellow. Major Murphy makes claims in his report to the Inspector General that, if true, could be damning to the official narrative that has been played out to the world over the past two years. Major Murphy's report states that EcoHealth Alliance approached DARPA in March 2018 seeking funding to conduct gain-of-function research of bat-borne coronaviruses. DARPA rejected the proposal because the work was too dangerous and could violate the gain-of-function moratorium, despite EcoHealth's position that it would not. According to the documents, the NIAID, under the direction of Dr. Fauci, did not reject the proposal. They went ahead with the research at Wuhan and several sites across the U.S. Hmm. Yeah, so there was, prior to that, a bunch of people trading patents. Patenting aspects of an undiscovered virus. Patent trading. Trading intellectual property. Buying it on behalf of colleges. Donating it. Jacking the price up, reselling it. Now, let's not bother ourselves with little ethical lapses. Like the fact that 
so-called scientists at the CDC get themselves some cha-ching mama. They get to participate in ownership of said patents. Well, we're not even there yet. Not even there yet. Fauci sat down with Rand Paul. It's an eight minutes and a half, eight and a half minute clip. I don't want to play it all because it's linked here in the, in the podcast notes. So you can go watch it for your very own selves. Fauci brought himself some visual aids. Uh, you know, you, here's, here's a PowerPoint you're using um, a picture of a, of a thing. Uh, this, is, um, this says, fire Dr. Fauci. Uh, are you raising money on my name? If I ran Paul, I'd go, yeah, and a lot of it too, Dr. Fauci. Did you know that you're uniquely hated? Um, because there's a lot of people who think that you're, a, that you're not, maybe not a mass murderer, but that you've killed people negligently in the hundreds of thousands. So yes, I'm raising money from your name and I'm going to do the same thing today. In fact, could you hold that closer to the camera for me? This is Fauci. He's talking here with Rand Paul. Central planning, whether it be of the economy or of science, is risky because of the fallibility of the planner. It would not be so catastrophic if the planner were simply one physician in Peoria. Then the mistakes would only affect that physician's patients, the people who chose that physician. But when the planner is a government official like yourself who rules by mandate, the errors are compounded and become much more harmful. A planner who believes he is the science leads to an arrogance that justifies, in his mind, using government resources to smear and to destroy the reputations of other scientists who disagree with him. In an email exchange with Dr. Collins, you conspire, and I quote here directly from the email, to create a quick and devastating published takedown of three prominent epidemiologists from Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. Apparently, there's a lot of fringe epidemiologists at Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. And you quote in the email that they, or from Dr. Collins, and you, you agree that they are fringe. And immediately, there's this takedown effort. A published takedown, though, you know, doesn't exactly conjure up the image of a dispassionate scientist. Instead of engaging them on the merits, you and Dr. Collins sought to smear them as fringe and take them down. And not in journals, in lay press. This is not only antithetical to the scientific method, it's the epitome of cheap politics, and it's reprehensible, Dr. Fauci. Do you really think it's appropriate to use your $420,000 salary to attack scientists that disagree with you? The, the email you're referring to was an email of Dr. Collins to me. If you look at the email that you responded to and hurried up and said, I can do it, I can do it. We got something in Wired no, magazine. No, no, no. I think in you usual did. fashion, Senator, you are distorting everything about me. Did you First ever object all, to Dr. Collins's characterization of them as fringe? Did you write back to Dr. Collins and say, No, they're not fringe, they're esteemed scientists, and it would be beneath I, me. I did not do that. 
You responded to him that you would do it. And you immediately got an article in Wired and you sent it back to him and said, hey, look, I've got him. I nailed him in Wired of all scientific publications. That's not what went on. There you go again. You just do the same thing every hearing. That was your response. That is what happened. And Fauci at this point is disagreeing with his own words. Well, what I wrote then at the time um, didn't I've see I am time travel itself, Senator, and you don't understand. I am I am quantum physics. Senator, no, you're wrong. I'm sorry. I changed the timeline like in a Star Trek thing. And I jumped in with, uh, what's his name? Uh, James T. Tiberius uh, Spock. In, I, I, I changed the timeline. Then I went to the ice planet and ran from a, a, a Zegabot. Uh, it's an ice dinosaur. And, and, and then that didn't happen. So what are you going to do now, smarty pants? You can rate the podcast, this one, this one here, at um, any of the big podcast platforms. Incidentally, if you um, also do this for us, man, this is paying the biggest dividends. I am so unbelievably thankful for this. The email thing is just so potent. People are emailing their friends and saying, hey, remember that guy named Todd, who the, the weirdo from Seattle, he used to fill in for the great Rush Limbaugh, God rest Rush. He's got himself a podcast. When people send those emails to 10 of their friends, it's like 100% take rate. 100% of the people are going, oh, I didn't know that. I'll check it out. Then it's our job to keep them here. So if you would please take five minutes to send it to friends you know who like Rush. Maybe you don't have 10 friends who like Rush. Um, maybe you've got five. But if you send them to your friends who like Rush as an email, it is so potent uh, for growth for this program. I just can't, I can't thank you enough for this. We're going to do hour two. I don't even know if I'm going to put a soundbite in it. But I'm going to start with this. I did a trial of Dr. Tony Fauci on the radio for a period of three days. And I went through charges, charge after charge. I used him speaking for him. I used as defense, I used the media defending him because there is defense What you have seen and what we're watching now is the destruction, the washing away of this huge wall of lies, and it's voluntary. You know politics. And who was the first politician? Satan was the first politician. First one to use a wedge issue. First, the father of lies. The first one to use politics of division. Well, you are watching, in my judgment, a great victory for the Lord. I can't tell you how many times my prayer group has prayed that the lies would fall, that the liars would fall, and you can go throughout biblical history and watch. Now, I'm forgetting the name of the kings. There was a a, a son whose father had been a great godly king, and in fact, his civilization had forgotten the word of God. It had been lost. And I'm so ignorant and I'm so ashamed. I can't remember the name of this king. And people are going to email me, email. Thank you for that. And the word of God had been lost. And then through the archaeological process, they found the word of God. They realized they had been living counter to God. And they brought that to the people and said, this is the word of God. This is what we're supposed to be doing. And when they started to live by the word of God, the civilization started to flourish. Then this guy's kid took over, like when he was seven. They used to do that, right? inherit the kingdom. And he became completely antithetical to the Lord. He hated it. He, he wanted the holy papers ripped up, destroyed. 
In fact, he destroyed some of them. This is in the book of Jeremiah, incidentally, in the book of Jeremiah. And Jeremiah was told by the Lord, okay, write more of them. Write more copies of these scrolls. And he did. And we have those scrolls now in the book of Jeremiah, which is a warning to civilizations like ours. They tried to destroy the evidence of the immune system. It didn't work. They tried to destroy the evidence of herd immunity. It didn't work. They tried to make a refuge of their, yeah, refuge of a house of lies. It didn't work. They tried to construct castles of their deception. It didn't work. They tried to buy us. It didn't work. Threaten us. It didn't work. Scare us. It didn't work because we stand with God Almighty. More importantly, he stands with us so long as we stand in his word. And we're watching it all fall to pieces and you're seeing people position themselves. And the political portion of this is who's going to take the hit? Bill Gates got out six weeks ago. Oh, well, I mean, it's pretty clear uh, that we need uh, better vaccines. Uh, I'm working on some and doing some patent trading for uh, event 202 um, that we're planning sometime. Uh, well, it depends on on if uh, Joe Biden is 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 um, uh, wins again. Uh, if we have a Republican, we'll launch it uh, probably um, three and a half years into their into their uh, tenure in, in office. He stepped back. Japan stopped injecting kids with this trash. Huge swaths of Europe stopped injecting kids with this trash. Well, I wouldn't say it's trash. It's uh, deadly, but it's not trash. That's a very specific word. A reasonable. What's reasonable mean? I don't care. I forgot they said it. Email, just one of them, but very potent. I'm just going to use the first letter N because this young man seemed nervous about his identity coming out. Incidentally, young sir, I tried to return your email, but I got bounced. Hi, Todd. I'm 19 from Massachusetts. Things have been crushing lately. My school just got back online for the first time in two weeks, for the first two weeks of the semester and are threatening to go back online for the entire semester. Todd, I can't go back to it. That would crush me. School already feels so pointless sometimes anyways. So many unimpressive or just worse, underdeveloped emotionally and spiritually. People in such places of prominence. Same with our government. Gives a young person no hope, nor inspiration to see embarrassing, foolish people at the top. It eats at my national pride. I will say something I've had to lean on is God. Most meaningful interaction in his case so far has been one night with a friend of mine, Andrew. He brought me over to his place. And as I thought about my problems, I broke down. I cried and cried. And then I saw his Bible. And in that moment, I moment, I knew that I truly, the only way to heal was through God and living as he wants us to. And he brought me a Bible the next morning. And you know, my journey has, has been since. Brother Todd, thank you for what you do. And please, for all your listeners' sakes, not just your own, be well with God. I love you. Thank you, N. I love you too, brother. In the name of Christ, I love you. God be with you. And let's remember this. 
These are the days in which God has decided we shall live. He gave you a gift, my young friend. Had you lived through the great heady days of the fine institution you attend, you may not have seen the ugly, insane, perverted acts behind the curtain, but you do. You can see the very institution to whom you're paying an enormous amount of money. You can see it for what it is. And so my advice to you is the same advice I have gotten and on which I've acted. And I cannot tell you literally because it would violate confidence how it has given me an opportunity to start life again. As I sit here recording this for you and with you, I have been given an opportunity to start life all over again. With people from whom I stole. Not intentionally at the time and not a theft of monetary value and not taking possessions, not, not, not inanimate objects, but taking from people characteristics I had no right to take. And we were young. Maybe we took from one another. But I'm having an opportunity to go back and say, hey, I am so sorry that I failed to put God at the center of that. My young friend, you'll never need to do that. I beg you to look around you and see what God is doing. It seems that God is on the march at your school. It seems that the Holy Spirit is at work. Perhaps you're not there to get a degree. Perhaps you're there to be a disciple. Perhaps you're to be the next to hand out a Bible. Perhaps it's your mission to now walk into a good church that you research that's biblical, fully biblical, even to agreeing with the things that are hard for our culture to take definitions of marriage and sin and that adultery is a horrible sin and that there's forgiveness and redemption. Maybe that's why you're there. So I would ask you, what's going to mean more? A degree? Very useful. And you must provide for your family. God is very clear. We need to provide for our families. But if you were to think of this in terms of the kingdom, what if you made 10 disciples who made 10 disciples who made 10 disciples? Maybe that's why you're there. Okay, hour two, and it's going to get rough. This is the Todd Herman Show. We so appreciate your support and emailing 10 friends. Ask you to go be well, be strong, be kind. And as our friend just said, please do be right with God.